Hello everybody, it's me, Lindsay Rogers. Welcome to the Pro Wrestling Fan Vlog Podcast, episode number 29. And, uh, let's look into something. I guess, mostly we'll look into, uh, right now, AEW for a moment. Um... I think, yep. Yeah. <laughs> it was announced on Twitter yesterday from Tony Khan, who tweeted out, This year, at Garcia Wrestling, came into at EW with a great reputation built through his hard work on the indies, and he's continued to work hard here in hashtag AEW. And... And he showed no fear, air, never backing down from anyone, even the best in the world. Thank you and welcome to the team, Daniel Garcia. So, apparently, if you guys don't know, um, Daniel Garcia, who is who is um, mostly associated with. Uh, had mostly associated with uh two point his own uh uh <laughs> Matt Uh excuse me, I'm gonna freak out. <laughs> I'm trying to remember but my name <laughs> Sorry, uh, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, Jeff Parker and Natalie, uh, who, uh, or 2.0, uh, that, uh, Daniel, uh, Garcia has been associated with, well, he is officially had joined an AEW, and because uh, he really went up against a lot of them, a lot of the big names. Anyway, he quote tweeted Tony, and he says to this on this tweet, he says, "I told myself that I didn't want to sign somewhere just to say I got a contract. I wanted it to." To go somewhere that would help me become the best wrestler in the world. I know AEW is where I can become that. I plan on becoming a major player in this company for a very long time. And I do believe he has that. <laughs> of course, the best part is... <laughs> besides, I'm going to end up following him. I don't know why I'm not following him. But anyway... um. His profile, ill uh, picture on in, on Twitter, er, is drawn very well. It's him with uh two point in his hands. It is done. The drawing is done by the one and only, the Tafla. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, so, uh, good for him. Um, of course, uh, he also, um, he does, he did wrestle, um, also for New Japan, uh, and, and he's like, uh, you know, Lance Archer, I mean, I hope he does. Anyway, he, uh, now, more than a couple of days ago, he also reacted to a tweet from AEW, and it says, Welcome to the team, the Lee Mora, at the Lee Morad E. And then he says, quote, tweets, my rival forever. Let's grow. Oh, Yeah, so, yeah, Limarati is also part of All Elite. And apparently he, <laughs> apparently he also got some reaction to, uh, from Evil Uno. Oh, oh, uh, Josiah Williams. Uh, Captain Sh- Sean who are very much happy for him. Yeah. Anyway, so. Yep, in other words, uh, Tony's been signing them left to right. <laughs> and I know this is really crazy. Anyway. Speaking about the, uh, speaking about the two uh, both, uh, both Matt Lee, I guess. Uh, wait, did Jeff Parker respond to? Yep, <laughs> they both said, "Our boy," hey, in their tweets. <laughs> uh. So, and it's really funny how they reacted to that. <laughs> and I'm surprised to see that, you know. So, uh, the boys of, uh, the boys of, uh, 2.0 is really happy of their friend, uh, Daniel. I know, of course, they'll be able to be said, he's our son. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know the, we know the joke, guys. <laughs> so, um, it's really kind of good, I guess, for them. Really? <laughs> so, congratulations, Daniel, and uh, also Lee. Lee, welcome to AEW, I guess. <laughs> I want to say that. <laughs> yep. Actually, speaking about crazy things that went completely down. I guess I should also mention something. Um, during the, uh, I guess, 
AEW Dynamite, something went completely crazy, because I guess I shouldn't mention about this. But what happened was, on AEW Dynamite, that took place on Saturday, not the usual. And I guess they're doing the same thing this week as well. So, <laughs> um, it turns out that the Lucha Bros lost the, uh, the triple A tag team titles to in the weirdest way a FTR for some odd reason they went after the wrong tag team titles for some reason. I mean, if those guys were desperate to get the tag titles, I mean, why did not go after the AEW tag team titles? <laughs> And when I mean some weird way, apparently the two of, apparently what happened was FTR disguised themselves as uh, luchadors and ended up uh, somehow winning the the Triple Eight Tag Team Titles. And I don't know if the I don't know if that promotion that Shin the Mexican um, promotion is going to acknowledge that, but. Sure enough, that is the oddest thing went down. <sighs> but, I mean, why take the those tag team titles off the Lucha Bros? Why not take off the AEW tag team titles? You know? I'm like, hello? Jeez. So, yeah, that was the weirdest thing went down. <laughs> sure enough, I know what you guys are probably going to say. Why did that happen? I'm like, I have no idea, really. Okay, so I should talk about some things going on. And apparently, uh, I was going to have the mention about Austin Creed uh, at the uh, King of the Ring finals. But apparently, I don't need to speak about that because it's officially happened. Austin Creed he is now... The king of the ring. He's totally ended up working his butt so hard. Made it all the way to the finals. And kicked somebody's butt like Finn Balor. Or <laughs> Which he did. And he finally won. Apparently a lot of people are reacting to this. And that's not the only thing. Thing. Apparently, the winner of the Queen's crown is none other than Thea Trinidad herself. Oh, she ended up... Now, how did these two win? And, and when did it went down? Well, it happened in Saudi Arabia during, their, during the annual show of the Crown Jewel. Oh. Anyway, a... Fairly's been playing in on uh, Peacock TV, and you can get it, uh, buy it, it uh, monthly, or if you're lucky enough, you're a Comcast customer, it is available free. Uh, and that's only in the United States. Otherwise, you, uh, if you're living outside of the United States, it's it's available on the Dirty Network. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. 
so both Austin Creed and uh, Thea Trinidad had fought this. I know what you guys are saying. Why are you not referring to their WWE names? Because, first of all, I don't give a freak about their WWE names. I do want to recognize that. Anyway, that's not the only thing. Uh, there are some crazy reactions. Like, for example, Thea Trinidad's husband... And the man I know is Tommy End, or as AEW calls him, Malachi Black. He tweeted out a crown, meaning he's very much happy for his wife. And this makes me want to cry. Oh, Tommy's thinking about her. <laughs> such a good, you're such a good man, Tommy End. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and then as for Austin Creed w winning... Well, let's just say this. <laughs> there is a lot of reaction to this. Like for example, Chris Danker, who is a who is a really good friends with uh, uh, Austin Creed, says, "Long live the king!" At Austin Creed wins hashtag Daddy Crown Jewel. Actually, he he's what's in shock about this. <laughs> he said he he. He says, about damn time, I'm so happy. <laughs> I know you are happy too, my friend. And you're very much happy for uh, Austin Creed winning. <laughs> and I can't believe somebody like Austin Creed just pin freaking... Uh, freaking... Ben Balor. Man, he's been wrestling for a very long time. <laughs> and speaking about funny things, <laughs> uh, Golden Boy. He tweeted this. Golden Boy is welcome to the King of the Ring. I'm like, oh no, don't you dare. Oh, <laughs> uh, like, real, uh, I always quote tweet him. It says, oh, don't let Evil Lunas catch you tweeting this. Golden Boy, he's gonna be pretty mad. <laughs> 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 anyway, he's on. Anyway, besides Chris Danker and Golden Boy, also my favorite of all wrestlers, Claudio Castanoli, aka Cesaro, says, Yes, ha ha ha, yes, ducking, long live King Woods. <laughs> He's really happy of Austin Creed. He... <laughs> hmm. 
Anyway, and I should also share to you, Austin Creed tweeted this out before he was before his match. He says here, my entire career, I've been told to tone it down. Don't be my full self. I'm too ridiculous. I don't fit in. Just be like everyone else. Don't think outside the box. Tonight, I have a chance to show all those people they were wrong. This is the most important match of my life. And I don't blame him. If anybody tells him that, they're just dorks. <laughs> anyway, people got it, even though those who, even though when Austin Creed won, people are some people are so salty because they want uh, uh, Finn Balor to win. I'm like. Yeah, no. Uh, like, this is all about Austin Creed. <laughs> and the funny thing is, uh, <laughs> they're talking about this. <laughs> and the funny thing is, there's some people who are also reacting to this. Well, I came with a new day's training, and, so, and Ryan Sen says, Then, now, forever. Hashtag new day. And it shows them celebrating uh, with there's coffee games to winning the day championship, Big E winning the day championship, and now Austin Creed, <laughs> Austin Creed winning the uh, King of the Ring tournament. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, oh, Pop Vinyls tweeted, they said, All hail his grace at Austin Creed wins of the House of the New Day, the first of his name, King of the Up Up Down Down from the City of Fountains, Lord of Hyrule, and now King of the Ring. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they sit, and then of course they're talking about what a match. Edge rated a hard defeat at Duddy Rawlings in a credible Hell in a Cell match. So I guess Edge spanked the uh, Rollins battle, Seth Rollins badly enough. <laughs> And for some reason, Michael Cole's trending. <laughs> Why is Michael Cole trending? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> The highlight of the crown jewel so far is Michael Cole explaining why trying to fight with one eye would be really difficult. <laughs> My... 
Oh no, did Michael Cole said this? <laughs> Michael Cole say the unprettier is Edge's move. Oh no, he did not. <laughs> That's not Edge's signature maneuver. Wrong wrestler. Holy crap. <laughs> <sighs> Let's belong to Christian. Oh crud. <laughs> Michael Cole I D A K D R first match routine Oh dear Lord He did not say that Jeez, my hole is causing sanity on Twitter. So, yeah, I guess I could call trending on Twitter. Oh no, did somebody tweet it? Oh no, my whole thing. Michael Cole saying dumb things could creep. <laughs> Why is Michael Cole saying two foreign dirty teams when talk about one time and Kurt Dirty Champion being here for Jamie Oh no. Oh good Michael Cole two <laughs> spoilers. Uh, <laughs> Michael Cole. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's so crazy. It's so, I'm reading stuff. I guess. <laughs> So, yeah, I guess from what I'm just saying is I'll try to find out how the crown jewel went, but looks like everything's going favor for me because actually I did want uh, Alison Creed and Thea Trinidad to win. And I'm happy. Really, I am. So, let's talk about... Well, apparently, the now known as the inspiration, and I guess they call him. In- Let me just look into this for a moment. <laughs> yeah, Impact Wrestling had their, uh, I guess their final pay per view before the new year, Bound for Glory. 
Uh, apparently, there's titles been changed, and and titles titles retain stuff. So apparently, uh, let's be talk about some stuff. Like for example, uh, let's see. Um, going through all the stuff. Um, <laughs> so, uh, jeez, this is gonna drive me nuts. <laughs> uh, boy. So, let's see here. They started off off with the uh the Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame where they inducted the where Gail Kim inducted the one and only a awesome Kong, which he gave as Ravison's speech in front of everybody. Um the first ever Digital media champion, it's been crowned, and it's Jordan Grace. Oh boy! And of course, she wins it, and her former tag team, and her sorry, and her tag team partner Rachel Elring, you uh, celebrates with her. Uh, anyway, then we have. Wait, I'm trying to remember who the heck is which one married Deshaun Spears. <laughs> I think it was. Hang on, is it Cass? Cassie. Oh, good grief. Yep. Cass. Yep. Cassie Lee. A. <laughs> yep, Cassie Lee and her tag team partner, uh, uh, Jesse or Jessica McKay, a other, hey, um, <laughs> had won the, uh, the, uh, Knockouts tag team titles off of uh, Jessica Havoc and the and Rosemary, which I don't know which charge this Rosemary is, is but <laughs> I, I I don't know her I don't know if her alter eagle, uh, aka Miss Courtney Rush, said anything about this. I mean, I'm pro I'm looking at. Which one she's under? I think she is. I think she still has pride. I mean, the pride shard. I mean, that's what I would think. Hey. But sometimes I think she could be sloth. 
That's probably its pride right now. And she is. Because it's hard to tell with the freaking face paint she has. <laughs> it's, but, oh well. Yeah, so, yeah, and they, and by the way, I will say this, uh, Cassie Lee and Jessica McKay has a heck of an entrance music. It, thanks to Harley, hang on, let me just look at her name again. Harley, uh, Cameron, and her, and I guess her soul, I guess her, uh, Instagram account is, it's Danny underscore Ella, Ella XO. Um, she, she sang, hang, hang out when she started to sing, hang for, hang, and soon as, as, uh, Cass, Cassie and, uh, and Jessica came out, I was like, dang, like, dang. They came out with matching, uh, Matching ring gear to oh, that to even the robes. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And of course, at, like when they were about to go into the ring, they were they said to stop and uh, <laughs> and. Uh, Harley helped her, helped out Jessica and uh, Cassie take off those damn dang groves. <laughs> and jeez, they look so good. So, and also, speaking about that, uh, there's also two more titles have been Two new champions also happen. Why did they? Well, the Knockouts Tag Team Champion had changed. Deanna Perutsu lost it. Apparently, is now once it now belongs into the hands of Mickey James. <laughs> yep, the Hulkhole Crunch and Knockout just won again. <laughs> um, and I think. Wouldn't this make Mickey what? Hang on. Hardcore country. Snap. She's a four-time um, knockouts tag team. No, sorry. Not four-time knockouts champion. <laughs> Even though she has been wrestling in, in WWE. She also had been like in WWE for like... Pfft, she won the women's title for like six times. Actually, when I saw Sean Rossap say she won seven times, nah, man. It is what? Ten times, Mickey James. Yeah, Mickey James is a ten-time women's champion in both Impact Wrestling and uh, WWE. So, oopsie. 
<laughs> and I think Impact Wrestling is now also has a new uh, X Division champion and uh <laughs> I think I saw it Oh, yeah, the new exhibition champion, Trey McGill. Oh. Um. <laughs> they have Call Your Shot Gauntlet, and apparently it was won by none other than uh, Moose! <laughs> Although, I... Of course, there were there were some women and men, but and were involved, including well, actually, Molina was in this. Apparently, a, 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 a legend of the Doshito, you, you, uh, the demon, <laughs> which apparently a lot of people didn't were surprised. <laughs> okay, we had, uh, of course, uh, Brian, <laughs> Brian Myers was also in this, but apparently Moose won. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else? Oh, yeah. Uh, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows retained the uh, Impact Tag Team titles. Oh. Yeah. And it looks like... Whoa, it's just still going? Um... Oh yeah! Wait, he's going for Edge's spear. <laughs> he's. <laughs> I read the tweets and it says here: "At Christian for peeps, avoid the moonsault and connects with a spear. Nah, it's known as the Edge spear. Also, the Brock Lesnar spear, the Bobby Lashley spear. <laughs> but for the sake of this, <laughs> I might as well say it: the Edge spear, spear." <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but I'm trying to see if there's anything changed just yet. I mean... <laughs> Callahan has his it's been tweeting along, I guess. Anyway, uh Cassidy tweeted out saying 
I know that every time I think I hit my sailor, I go higher than I ever. Oh, and I see she was trying to center herself. Oh, Ben. Oh, F and Ben. I understand what you're saying. And Cassie. And you, in fact, wrestling knockouts tag team champions at just comic hey. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I love their. I can't believe I'm saying this. I mean, this is something that they deserve. Earth. They never had that opportunity. I don't think they ever had an opportunity in WWE, to be honest. Oh, wait. Maybe they. Yeah, they did, but. Oh, right. Williams Tattoo Champion. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> but they didn't get another opportunity. Maybe they should update this to add Impact Wrestling. <laughs> Since, uh... <laughs> yeah, I can't believe it. Impact Digital Media Champion Jordan Grace. Impact Exhibition Champion Trey McGill. <laughs> Impact Knockouts. Impact Knockouts Tag Impact Knockouts Champion Mickey J's Impact Knockout Tag Team Champions the Inspiration. Now let's see if Christian Cage retains or Josh Alexander is a mad mad man. <laughs> oh yep, it's official. Josh Josh Alexander is a madman. He just defeated Christian Cage to become the Impact Wrestling World Champion. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Yep, Josh Alexander is a madman. Trending! Jeez. <laughs> so, yep. <laughs> so, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know about one thing I'm laughing right now is seeing couple goals and the one he just took the cake and it's from Sean Spears he tweeted out so my hot Australian and ridiculously talented wife Cass at Cassie Lee new music video just dropped check this out the inspiration by Harley <laughs> Cameron featuring 
Ink, just Kami K and of course Cassie Lee. And she responded, Love you with all the hearts of the pizzas. Sean's response to her says with the heart art in the eyes emoji. Harley who timed in to the tweet, which her Twitter account is uh it's den it's uh it's Danny underscore L XO. Oh, she responded with the hands up emoji. <laughs> and I can't believe that. <laughs> I'm laughing so funny. And then, of course, somebody said this. Does Sean Spears approve of this? And then somebody tweeted, and then somebody responded, I think he's okay with this. (laughs) They shared the tweet. (laughs) So, Sean Spears, are you pretty proud of your wife now that she does? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Yes. <laughs> he says on Twitter, Congratulations to my beautiful and stately talented wife, at Cassie Lee, a world champion again, and right for the soul. You never cease to amaze me, and new in pet wrestling. Aw. He acknowledged his wife, and of course, her, and even though it, her tag team partner, Jessica, uh, <laughs> the new Impact Wrestling t- Knockouts Tag Team Champions. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Let's see. MJ, the, at the MJF, try to see things with, see things over with at where Wardlow and Sean Spears is caught in the middle of it. Ah. <laughs> Poor Sean. <laughs> I mean, he's he's really happy for his for his wife. <laughs> I'm laughing my butt off. How much Sean Spears is like gushing. Shen. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I guess I guess I am trying to figure this out, but I guess Harley Cameron is not just the singer, but she's also a I guess a pro wrestler. And dang, she's got talent. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and some other stuff. Oh, I see. 
Oh, her. I guess her booze is Zion Quinn. <laughs> That's crazy. And here she is doing, doing uh, entrance for uh, she's like for uh, Cassie and Jessica. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I will admit this. Dang, dang, Harley's definitely talented, I will say that, she is so talented, and, <clears throat> and I think that's, oh, I, uh, I think, hmm, <laughs> hmm, <laughs> Jeez, I don't know what I'm gonna say, but dang, that is really kind of crazy. <laughs> crazy it could be. I really forgot to add something into the podcast, and I should have done this, but even though it's really completely ridiculous of what I will say about this, but. Actually, I feel like y'all should try at least to help and be nice. But I just really want to share something from, uh, uh, what, from, uh, let's see, from, uh, here you go. Mike Ru Mike Ruckus, who is the uh, music producer for AEW, and he's also performed uh, er, the Lucha uh, the Lucha Bros uh, entrance music, and he did that during their championship match that they were going for. Anyway. What happened was, uh, this happened, when, when this happened, oh yeah, uh, two days ago, I kind of being nice and tweeted to him, but anyway, he tweeted out and said, I tried to act as everything is normal the last few days, but isn't. Three nights ago, my mother-in-law had a major heart attack. She'll pro she will probably not make it through the weekend, and, and he mentioned his wife. If, if that she is not okay. She lost her dad three months ago. Now she's losing her mother and with a heartbreak. Like, so, and yes, she does follow me. It's so weird. I know. But I, so anyway, I was praying for both of them. But anyway, hey, yesterday, she, he ended up sharing this tweet and says, Married 49 years, died three and a half months apart. They were destined to stay together. Right, prayers and a heart. Anyway, what he, and then he shared something on a note from here. And, he, and this is what he said. Last night, my sweet mother-in-law, Erica, uh, 
meaning his wife's mother, uh, 39 years young, took her last breath. She was married to her husband, my father-in-law, for 49 years. He passed away three and a half months ago. 49 years together and four months apart was enough for her. She loved AEW, and he put a heart emoji. Every night while sitting at the dinner table, she would ask, are there fights tonight, Mikey? You've been busy making all sorts of music, haven't you? You get all your work done. Of course you didn't. <laughs> With the laugh, Carrie laughing emoji. <laughs> and then he says here, then he says in this part, she loved Cody, though he and Brandy were such snappy dressers. She loved Jungle Boy and how athletic he was. Aw, that's a nice thing to say about uh, Jack Perry. Jack <laughs> Perry's son. <laughs> she loved Scorpio Sky and always said he looks like Mike. <laughs> New slash, I'll never be as pretty as Scorpio Scott, lol. <laughs> Kayfabe was not lost on her. She hated to see the heels go over. She used to ask, if Jericho is so tough, why does he have to have to, he had to have all those guys around him? Good question. And she despised MJF. I don't know why he has to say those things and do those hand gestures. <laughs> then she wakes up one morning saying she had a dream that she was making out with him. <laughs> and and this is what his reaction to this. He used a couple of emojis, and he, and then he says, "Good job, Max." Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, he says here this. a German woman born in Yugoslavia, a Holocaust survivor. A, a traveling minister with her husband. They spent her years on a bus traveling the United States to preach the gospel. She was a prayer warrior. She loved unconditionally. She would give me, me my forever person in my wife. Oh, that's the nice thing he says. Oh. We moved them up from Florida to Virginia in 2019. When we found out that they were both sick, I signed a record deal to help help buy a home where they could live out their days peacefully. My wife and I both knew this day would come. We just didn't realize it would be this quick and this close together. I'm glad to know that they are both finally resting after living such long lives. It was the absolute honor of my life to serve them, um, um, both of you. Oh, wait, she says, it was the absolute honor of my life to serve them, both of you, in your final days. And as much as I hate this part, I would go again. 
I would do it again in the heartbeat. Thank you all for the kind words. It means more than you know. I'm glad they are both resting again. And then he says, rest in peace, and mentions uh, his wife's uh, parents named William and Katarina Erica Roth. Uh, and they both, and from what I can see, they both lived a long life. I mean, And I guess from what I'm reading, it says here that uh, William was born on October 10th, 1936, and died on June 29th, 2021. And so that's Mrs. Ruckett's um, father, uh, his, and then Mrs. Ruckett's uh, mother, their, she was born on February 20th, 1942, and, but died on on the on uh, Friday day, day which is October 22nd 2021 and I feel that and of course he shared photos of them and from what it is is that it looks like Mikey's Mike's uh, in-laws were like outside and, and you know having breakfast to uh, and another photo which is uh, his father-in-law in the hospital bed and uh, his uh, wife at his side Anyway, um, there's a, um, from what I can say here, I see the tweets, uh, like, for example, uh, Jade Cardgill and, uh, Santana both give prayer emojis, Kira Hogan sends blue hearts, then Rosa tweeted saying, sorry for your loss, brother, with a heart emoji. <laughs> anyway, there is a lot of tweets it's going on. So some tweets I can see, but I mean, they got he got a lot of heavy response. I mean. From what I can see here, but I just didn't realize how how sad it happened. But I didn't know. <laughs> so anyway, for what I'm just saying is for uh, Mike and his wife, I do feel you both, and I hope your I'm hoping for your family to. Take this time to heal uh, and to mourn the loss uh, of, well, your, of your in-laws, her parents. And, you know, the community will send a lot of love to you guys. I mean, that's really hurt. hurt.
Yeah. All right, before I end this um, podcast, I'm going to make sure, because this needs to release, and then I have to go release the other podcast. But I do want to read you this article, this weird article from uh, the ever-so-doubtful multiple accounts called WrestlingNews.co. And the reason why I'm saying this is because I want to warn everybody to not much listen to what uh, they say because they make it. It's just that I don't know how much this is what is true. Um, but apparently the reason why I said they make multiple uh, Twitter accounts because they had. And I don't know how many had gone down, but this is like ridiculously and garbage but apparently this was shared and, and I guess Trevor Murdoch had ended up promoting this person it says here this article from wrestlingnews.co says Trevor Murdoch on losing his confidence after Duddy release wrestling in a bowling alley being respected by the National Wrestling Alliance. National Wrestling Alliance World Heavyweight Champion Trevor Murdoch was interviewed on the Battleground podcast to promote tonight's... Yeah, oh no, this is from yesterday. Um, to promote... Tonight's Trident and True Pro and... National Wrestling Alliance by hashtag by any means necessary show in Kentucky. And it says here Murdoch fought Brent Albright for the National Wrestling Alliance title in 2008. He was asked uh, as what he thought the difference be- was between Trevor in and 2008 compared to what he is now in 2021. When I had them, the quote says here from Trevor saying, when I had that match with Brent Albright, I just left the, my career was in semi-turmoil. There were a lot of questions of where I am going and what I'm going to do. There was a lot of uncertainties and a huge lack of confidence. At the time, Duddy was really the only show in town. Everybody, even the fans, were conditioned that if you're not part of WWE, you aren't really a wrestler. I wrestled for eight years before I went to WWE, and every single question from the fans was, have you wrestled for WWE? At that time, I couldn't say that. Once you're able to say that, it's great, but when you're not there any well, more well, well, Crap. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to censor swearing. <laughs> it's not me. Okay. <laughs> um, there's nowhere to go but down in that position. Actually, my first show after I left WWE, an old promoter had contacted me. Out of respect, I knew the guy would take care of this. I said, yeah, of course. I didn't ask the detailed questions that I should ha- have because I 
had just come out of a company that took care of everything for you. All you had to do was show up. The crowds were there and everything. What I didn't know was the show was at a bowling alley and outside in a parking lot. There were blue tarps for walls trying to block people from driving by and watch the show in the parking lot of this bowling alley. My locker room was the bathroom of the bowling alley that I shared with other people that were er, bowling at the time as well. It was just that my confidence was shot. I was like, holy crap. Three weeks ago, I was wrestling in front of an average of seven to 10,000 people. And now oh, I'm in the parking lot of a bowling alley in Indiana. I had zero confidence. When Dave Marquez as called me up and asked me, Hey, listen, I have an opportunity for you. I didn't really take full advantage of it. I wasn't mentally in the right spot. I didn't want it as bad as it should have. It was an accumulation of things, whereas now I wasn't going, wasn't just thrown into the wolves in National Wrestling Alliance, whereas a lot of companies I have. I bring a name value. When I went to TNA, they threw me into their to their top guys, and I had to make everybody else look good. Whereas, as in National Wrestling Alliance, I had to wrestle some really tough opponents, and they gave me opportunities to elevate myself. They they also not put a leash on me. It's common for a lot of pro wrestling companies for them to micromanage you and tell you what not to do and tell you what to do. I've been doing this for 22 years. I have a lot of experience. I don't mean to toot my own horn, but toot, 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 toot. <laughs> I know what I'm doing in there. I know myself better than anybody else. I know what I can and can't do. I just need a platform and I need a boss that trusts me and respects me enough to go, alright, this is the direction that I'd like you to go. Go make magic. Uh, okay. So... Wow. Okay. So my thoughts about this is, wow, I guess, I, I guess I want to say this, but holy crud. And, uh, this is sounds crazy. I guess Trevor was at his worst because ever since daddy when Duddy ended up releasing him. And sure enough, I was so... I was wondering, why did they do that to him? And I still don't know, but I guess probably because they didn't create nothing for him. Uh-oh. Holy. Okay. Oh, jeez. Anyway, uh, there's more articles that did, that uh, Wrestling News 
is that co has on Trevor Murdoch and uh Sheesh Anyway, um <laughs> let me read some others. Oh boy. Okay, it is let me read you this this part that was put out last year, or an article from last year. And it says here, Trevor Murdoch reveals the blunt conversation Vince McMahon had with him and Lance Cade about why weren't they weren't being put on TV. Former Duddy star Trevor Murdoch was a recent guest on Primetime with Sean Mooney to talk about several professional wrestling topics. During the interview, Murdoch touched on the time in his Duddy career in which he and his tag team partner, the late Lance Cade, weren't, weren't being put on TV for several weeks. This was confusing to Murdoch as he and Cade were both writing materials for themselves and handling in ideals which seems to be falling on deaf ears. One day, Murdoch and Cade found Vincent Man along in catering and seized the opportunity to confront him and get to the bottom of why they've been kept off TV. This led to McMahon being very blunt and explaining to them why he wasn't putting the duo on television. Oh boy. He says here, they were, or four or five times we weren't being put on TV and we didn't know why. And we went to Vince one time. We were off TV for four or five weeks and we were writing ideals for us to give them um, to the writers, the people who should be writing the ideals, people getting paid to write ideals. We weren't doing it for ourselves and they weren't getting anywhere. Oh boy. Oh damn. I'm trying to read this part and uh let me read this to you guys. So we tracked down Vince. We saw him in catering one time and he was by himself and we sat right next to him. We said, Vince you're not putting us on TV. We want to know why. And he goes, uh, he looks at Lance. He goes, I hate your fake, <gasps> your fake back hair. And he looked at me and he goes, I hate your pasty white skin. We said, okay. We got up. The next day I was tan. My partner was blonde. Why does this sound like to me? This straight up from 2006. Like, jeez. I can't believe I'm saying this. I think I, this must be somewhere around 2006, 2007. Um. I'll be damned if we weren't on TV that next week. And I'm like, wow, why couldn't it have just happened three or four weeks ago. Save us, everybody, time, money, and that was like the beginning of my disdain with the business. Of course that Murdoch and Kate 
of course. I can't believe this. This sounds to me this must have happened in 2006, 2007. Because I, cause I remember seeing... Although, of course, I heard it that black was actually his real hair color, but... Huh. Weird. Murdoch and Kate had a relatively successful run in Duddy overall, winning the Duddy World Tag Team t- Tag Team Championship three times together. For yeah, of course, and I know. Unfortunately, Kate passed away to attend due to heart failures after accidentally mixing medications. Uh, that's not true. Mixing. Uh, that's not right. <laughs> um, oh boy. That's, he, Nixon medications. No, that's not how he died, really. He died due to the, due to the fact of, a, of an enlarged heart. Right? Because it's nothing had to do with Nixon medications. It was... He took too many, many uh, painkillers medication that he did not need. Mixing medication? That's misleading. Oh, boy. Um. Anyway... And this is what, anyway, there's an article, another article they have written, and that took, well, right before uh, Trevor Murdoch was going to win the National Wrestling Alliance uh, World Heavyweight title off of Nick Aldis. And it says here, and her. And this one says, Trevor Murdoch was interviewed on Dave Pesner's Sitting Ringside podcast to promote the National Wrestling Alliance 73rd, 70, says 73 pay-per-view that airs tomorrow night. You meant the 73rd, and the 73rd anniversary of the National Wrestling Alliance. Uh, pay-per-view that airs tomorrow night. Here are some of the highlights from the interview. Trevor Murdoch talked about getting frustrated while wrestling in WWE. Uh, so this is, I guess there's more to this. Uh, they put me in an angle with Ric Flair for the Intercontinental title. I think this is one of the things that really soured me on the company itself. I always been brought up with this mindset in my head that it had that the cream will rise to the top. You may get passed by, but the cream will always rise to the top. When I got my singles opportunity with Rick, I was like, okay, this is my opportunity. We had three week little angle. I don't know where they shut it down. Switch it and switch it, change it. No explanation. Tell me why. Hey, that's burned me, really burned me badly. I caught my moment. All you have to do is just give me a chance. I don't mind if you guys 
don't like me, don't want me, or think that I'm not going to be successful. But at least give me a chance to prove it to you first. That was the down here slope for me, knowing that I probably wasn't going to begin where I wanted in that company. Trevor talking about his WrestleMania experiences. I did three WrestleManias, but I always got to, but I always got put to be on the pre-show. That was the other thing. There were two different occasions on two different WrestleManias. Yes, that we were world tag team champions. I was like, let's put the titles on WrestleMania. We deserve our match. We've been pushing for it. And it would always get cut like two hours before the program starts. Yikes. Keep going up to the plates. You're not a home run every time and not getting what you want. It really soured me on my whole experience to the point where... I was there for a paycheck there towards the end. That's just how it was. Oh, boy. Huh. Oh, contract was expired. Really? Okay. Uh, Trevor on why he did not resign with Duddy in 2008. I wasn't happy. We're, we got to a point where my contract was coming up. I wasn't happy to be on the road. I got to the point where I was coming home. I was getting upset that I would have to leave. I had a newborn baby. He was only three years old. Old. I haven't spent any time with him. I was on the road. I won the world tag team titles. I got off the road. I came home. I took my wife to the hospital. We spent three days in the hospital. We had my son. I took them home. I put him in my crib, started packing. Four and five minutes later, I left for my first 18-day tour of Europe. I never had any time with my children. I had money, but I wasn't happy. When you're not able to wrestle the way you want, ultimately, that's not what uh, makes you happy. When you're not able to do that, enough was enough. When it came to resign, I just didn't do it. They put me on com. They put out on com that they wish me well in my future endeavors. Oh, wow. Ouch. So, yeah, I, 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 now I'm starting to understand why he didn't resign. Because he wasn't happy. And the way Daddy treated him so badly enough. It's like. That's a bad burn. Well I guess right now. He's really happy where he's at. I mean I could read one more article. But this is about him and Ric Flair. Um, but. <sighs> But I just know they're just promoting. Never mind. Anyway, I just wanted to say that I had no idea. I mean, I had no idea that Daddy was treating him very badly. And sure enough, when people were saying that swirling rumors about this, I don't think that they didn't think about Trevor Murdoch's feelings at all. And what 
makes me want to say this is I feel sorry for Trevor that he was treated badly in WWE it's, and not just him but his late friend and former tag team partner who I, I know that he and I and probably several of you guys who may know who he is who I'm talking about his former tag team partner and best friend and best friend, the late Lance Cade. I mean, yeah. I mean, sure enough, I was really upset when I heard that he passed away. Hey. And it's, what, been over a decade. And sure enough, I mean... I can tell that, you know, this sounds... Happy, and pretty, and as for somebody in the, who's doing the wrestling news, don't lie, okay? It's just that makes me so angry. That somebody would think that. <sighs> oh, wait. Yeah, this is a mixed drug intoxication cup. Oh, never mind. Oh, yeah, I had to re look this. No, it sounds like he mixed, but it's mixed drug intoxication, complicating a cardiomyopathy. Which means that the effects of a heart muscle, but it's because of drugs. Although, Okay, so anyway, I'm sorry, it's just really just makes me so upset at seeing things happen. But after hearing about what's going on with Trevor Murdoch, I mean, all I can say is how sad I am. And but at the same time that I'm glad that Trevor is where he's at. And I'm glad for I guess I can say this. I'm glad that they're that the National Wrestling Alliance, especially for Billy Corgan, to place the uh, championship on him because it's not only because Trevor is considerably definitely deserved this, not just because he's a student of, he's a former student of Harley Race. Or a former three-time WWE World Tag Team Champion. 
that was with his late tag team partner. It's it's just that he definitely earned it. And I know Nick's probably so so in shock, but I'll say the least that I just want to say is I'm very happy where Trevor is at. And he's happy, and his boys are happy as well. Especially because as of it. And I do mean that, really. I mean, after all, he has three kids. Well, he has two sons. Oh, and the stepfather to his wife's daughter from a previous relationship. I guess. Really? <laughs> anyway. Of course, his young one, which I'm shocked to say that his, uh, his young son that he has, which is the youngest, that, with his wife, can't believe they. I think he named his son after his late tag team partner, <laughs> Cade. Mm. <sighs> yep. So anyway, guys, that's it. Hope you enjoyed this uh, podcast. I'm sorry as much as I can, but thank you all for listening. I'll see you soon. Bye.